completely forget what I was talking about. This podcast is brought to you by the letter L, as in Ryan Ellington. That's right. I thought of that in the shower on the, before I got here. I like it. There's definitely two L's. I'm glad you like it. Um, it weaves into my ads too. All right, uh, don't yeah. let me get in the way of your ads. No, you can get you can join in if you want. All right, what are we what are we promoting? I'll be your hype man. This podcast is brought to you by Mike Lascano. Shout out to Mike Lascano, one of the realest, realest Dude. in the game. <laughs> Dude, this guy's so fucking real. You have no idea how. Tell me, real tell me, is. tell him what it is. He is a living human being. All right, good start. And you would, <laughs> and you would know if he was dead because if he was dead, you wouldn't be getting that prime equity because this man will give you a house. He won't give it to True. you, but he'll sell it to you because this guy is a business and real estate consultant from Phoenix, Arizona. We're talking real estate. Don't keep that money liquid. Invest it in something. Put it in property. Be smart about it. Exactly. Otherwise, <laughs> pound it. Otherwise, that's prime stock business equity tips from the Weekly Love podcast. You come here every week for that shit. I know. Specifically, <laughs> this is stupid as fuck. Um, Mike Lascano is a really cool guy who uh, is kind enough to help sponsor this podcast because he thinks I'm yes. funny and he follows me on Periscope and he watches me uh, get naked for money on camera. I do you, that. I do you're that a camera? You yeah. never told me. Yeah. Uh, I signed up two years. Pretty lucrative, man. Is it? I mean, you know, if you're willing to do it, you know. It's gotta be. Is it empowering? Do you feel like? No. It, no. You feel, <laughs> you feel like, degraded. You feel like trash every day of your life. <laughs> Even when the camera turns off. You just feel, you just, I feel like you you just slipped into something serious. Now. <laughs> <laughs> you have me convinced. I'm serious, dude. It's it's uh it's a dirty job, but somebody's got to do it. Yeah, life's <laughs> a dirty game. Got to play dirty to win. For real, I, I looked up like yeah. if like guys can do it. Like once I looked it, I didn't go through it. I feel like there's no money in it, dude. <laughs> Nobody's I feel gonna like you. if it is, it's just all gay stuff. That's that's true too. Like there's no girls out there. Well, there might be a few. Yeah, yeah. There's no girls out there that are going on. It's like, oh, I want to pay for a cam guy yeah, right I, now. Like, they don't need to pay for that. They can just go on Tinder and someone will send them a picture. No, for free. Unsolicited, yeah, probably. You don't even have to talk to them. Like, oh, dude, imagine. Like, I, do you have friends who are girls that you, they go like, oh, Status, I'm single now, and then 50. Like, have you ever witnessed oh, that? Yeah, happen? of course. You see it on Facebook, and it's just have like, you've been someone... there next to her witnessing it happen no, at the time. No, it's weird. Is I, it, it's got to be uncomfortable, <laughs> I would say. It's weird, dude. So, I, I was friends with this girl. This is still part of the ads. I was friends with this girl. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna beat the uh, the record for the, the ad time from the like last podcast. Twenty minutes. I think you're like eighteen, twenty. Minutes. That's my goal. My only goal today. All right, Matt. You you hear that? You son of a bitch. We're coming for you, Matt. <laughs> uh, I knew this girl uh, when I was in high school, and she was like, she liked attention a little bit. So of course she's gonna post like she's sad or something. Yeah. She goes, I'm sad or whatever. And then someone's gonna say, What's wrong? She's gonna be like, I don't want to talk about it. Fifty million fucking people. <laughs> yeah texted her like is everything okay what's wrong what's wrong what's wrong jesus christ yeah. imagine the overload like when i get three texts oh yeah it's, it's like who do i respond, respond to yeah. first or even like like should i respond right away or will that make me look too needy you know <laughs> oh, what I mean? 
You can't so, even. I can't even play that game anymore. That's dude. All the, it's you, ingrained. You now. just gotta. I know. I read Aziz's book, and he was like, "That's real. Like you actually have to wait till you respond, you do. or you seem like you don't have anything going on in your life, which is it's crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like being polite has turned into oh, this person's boring. Yeah, that sucks, dude. It's weird. And this is what I noticed too. You know me. I try to be a polite young man. Yeah, you're, you're, nice. you're nice to everybody. I try. Go out of your way. I try, man. Yeah don't like it sometimes some people don't think it's real you know and i get that yes but i mean you can't worry about that makes me sad makes me what sad. Are you it's do? like i love you why are you telling me to fuck off <laughs> yeah. why are you telling me to go fuck myself if that's what people are getting annoyed at you for it that's not the worst thing in the world yeah, right like oh he's too nice he's yeah. too friendly <laughs> like that's not a bad thing yeah that's true i don't know fucking this podcast is brought to you by i, I got a bunch of these by the way you have they're not real they're not the oh, okay. so, I mean, <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by my concept of linear time. Time. I, time is a flat circle. Time <laughs> is a flat circle. There's a song about it. Time is a thing that you look on the wall. Time. I had a song, and I forgot the is lyrics. It, who's it by? You ever see "Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared" on YouTube? No, is that? <laughs> is it creepy? It's fucked up. <laughs> it's like, imagine like, it's like a parody of old school like puppet shows and shit. Oh. Amazing production quality. Yeah. Like the sets are gorgeous. Mm. Completely 100% funded by two people. Okay. No outside. Just, and just it's doing all, it. It's all about the media and shit. And it's very a subtext. Yeah. But it's like every episode they have a little song. Oh, okay. And it's awesome. So it's just like a random song you get stuck in your head, yeah. And it starts out all like innocent and shit. Like mm-hmm. it starts out there. <laughs> but then there's like a like a point where it gets like, wait, what was that? that was You're like, well, hold on. It was a little weird. <laughs> yeah. And then, then it's you, like, then that's you read the lyrics. real yeah, fucked up. Yeah. And then it ends always fucked up. There's no happy ending. So watch it. Hey, shout out, Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. <laughs> yes. uh, it's six episodes long. And they're each like three days. I have to check minutes. it out. Three to eight minutes, yeah. dude. You finish That's in a half doable. hour. That's fucking crazy. It's better than Mad Men seven seasons. You got a forty I, minutes an episode. <laughs> dude, Mad Men. I tried watching the first episode. Oh, it's it's the most it. boring thing. I, you got to get through the first episode because once you get invested in the characters, it's good. But I fell asleep like three times during the first episode. Is it like action? Does it get actiony? No, it's it's Just, very like subtext talking, and like character driven. A lot of talk. I I. I really like the aesthetic of the show. That's like what drove it for me. Like the old just the sixties and yeah. just like the whole vibe and the music. Smoking cigarettes. How, yeah, how everybody yeah. like looked. Other than the racism, a great time and the misogyny, great yeah. time to be alive. Well, I mean, that's the, the time period, right? So yeah, like very. Oh, well, oh, you mean I thought you meant the show. Oh but no! You mean, like, yeah, no. The yeah, that was time. was a really cool time uh, in our country. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I thought first. I don't know why I thought this. I thought you were going like. Besides the misogyny in the show. Oh, yeah. You know, I like it. Besides that. No, no, that's, <laughs> that's the point of the show. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I'm just two steps behind. Yeah, no. Wait for, uh, this podcast is brought to you by Tony Kudia. It would be if he was here right now. Shout out to Tony. Calling him out. The studio. He's going to be listening to this. Is he? Right and, now? And, no, not right now, but in like, you know, a couple days and he's going to hear me calling him out. Should have been here, man. We're going to fight. Should have been here. You missed it all. <laughs> Just make him feel really bad. This is also brought to you by uh, 
compliments. I live off the validation of others. Um, that's what that's what we're doing, right? That's why we're going up on stage. We're seeking validation in the form yeah, of laughter. Exactly. That's, that's what we do it for. You know what I was thinking about? What? Ads are done. Hold on. Okay. Brought to you by Extremely Smooth Transitions. Oh, yeah. You know what I was thinking about? Because we were just talking about um, compliments. This podcast brought to you by compliments. Yes. Um, Compl- please compliment me. <laughs> I live for Even if it's just like, hey, I like your shoes. Like, that's, I'm into it. Why? Why do you, do you like my shoes? Yeah. Uh, hey, what, what kind of shoes are those? Is there uh, uh, Chuck, Chucks? Chuck Taylor's? Chucks. Yeah, man, I got them uh, only fucking 50 bucks. That's not bad. That's why I love them. So leather? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. I was going to get the black ones. This is not a visual podcast or whatever. I'm going to pour myself a shot just because I'm an irresponsible yeah. person. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. You want one? No, I'm also. <laughs> got my roommate's car. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what happened? Oh, you know, the jack. Well, you know, I was having too much fun. <laughs> <laughs> this is in lieu of weed right now. Oh, dude, I have so many vices. Anyways. Yeah, we all have our vices. Before I continue my crazy rant, like legit crazy fucking rambling, like I yeah. don't stop. <laughs> no, like you're you're good right now. That's why I like have a podcast and why I do Periscope and shit. Oh, just to get it out. I can't stop. And like it's just, it's too much of your own voices in your head so rattling. Much. Yeah, you know what I do? I just listen to music all the time. I do that too, <laughs> but you can only listen to the doors for so long. Until yeah, you just I have, have a pretty feelings. Yeah, right? we'll podcast it. You go back and forth. Yeah, it's like, do you do stream of conscious writing and stuff? No, I should. What's I your, should. I honestly should write. What's more. your price, process like? How do you come up with a joke, start to finish, while I take this fucking shot? And then usually, you, I just you know, if I see anything that I think is funny, something happens, something that I think is humorous, uh, <laughs> I just jot down the premise and try to definitely try to work out like where is the punchline to this like i respect people that are confident enough in themselves to just been doing it long enough to just be like this is the idea and i'm gonna find the punchline when i'm on stage but that terrifies me oh you'll get there man yeah i'm sure i'll get there but i always you know so it's just johnny i'm really bad about writing I, i know a lot of people like set time daily and try to write and i've tried to do that like that's what everyone says they do well that's what i think you have to do because you do but that, i've tried to do that, that everyone's doing that. It, it's a frustrating process because i'll spend like course. yeah and i'll spend like three hours and i'm like this is not even a good joke <laughs> like i just spent three hours on this mediocre joke the thing is and have you ever uh read stephen pressfield's war of art uh no so so he go he says um what he does is, like, he, he goes and he does his two hours, right? He yeah. writes. But, like, don't worry if it's good or bad, because at least you sat down and you did right. it. It's the doing it. Yeah, I mean, training yourself to hard. do it. Yeah. Writing's not well, hard. Well, writing the idea is not hard at all. It's just, just shit out on a piece of paper, see what happens. Yeah. But it's 
the act of writing and training yourself and getting in that mindset exactly. that's what i've heard i've just been very bad about it you know it's like uh meditation you meditate at all i i got one session in headspace shout out to headspace headspace that's what i've been using yeah yeah and then i didn't go back i'm just bad about stuff. i fucking love headspace yeah i gotta i gotta get into the meditation I, people have told me it's good for the creative process too because it just clears your mind the the 10 the they start out with the the t- well, what I was getting at was uh, this way you know, I always spout out yeah. shit like Alex Jones talking about four different things <laughs> at once. I'm a man. <laughs> Did you see the Joe Rogan with Alex? Yeah, Jones? I saw that. I saw the picture. You and so you and JP. Yeah. So good. But um, but I I view writing as kind of like just like the process of meditating. Okay. Is just getting the ideas out. Sitting down and doing it. Yeah. And just like letting it all out. I guess it's, it's like and yeah. with meditating, it's like, I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, you, but with meditating, it's like, it's not blocking thoughts. It's not stopping thoughts or ignoring them. It's letting them pass by you. Like you're caught right, without like, trying to control everything. All exactly. Yeah. Like, uh, Mike Tanyan, we meditated a little bit the other yeah. day. It was, it was pretty fun. He forced me to meditate. Okay. I'll get that forward. It was a forced meditation. Mike with the, the very aggressive <laughs> yeah. uh, meditation. That's Sit what, down. We're going to try need. this. I just want you to try it, okay? <laughs> to be held hostage when you're trying to meditate. And I'm glad he did it because it, it got me interested good? in it. it. I felt it. It was yeah. like, wow, I do feel calmer. I definitely, I was really uh, <laughs> having an argument with someone right before I meditated and then like I felt a lot calmer afterwards I was just like let it go mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to I need definitely need to do it more you um, need time at least an hour yeah don't think about where not even just don't think focus on breathing breathing right really, it's they, they tell you like breathe in really deep through your nose and feel, feel your it. chest yeah. expand like yeah. focus on that feeling yeah right and then feel your body get softer and sink into the chair and yeah, shake absolutely. your feet. Make focus on the contact your body's making. And like what thoughts come and go. Right? And every time like it's okay to get momentarily distracted by a thought, but when that thought when you catch yourself being distracted, Let it go. bring it back into yeah. the body. Yeah. Right? Focus on yeah. the breathing. And I feel like that's kinda like with writing, you just gotta let all your thoughts go. Yeah, I think the thing with writing is like it's probably too much pressure still at this point where I'm like, everything has to be funny. And I should just, like, forget about that. So. Oh, God. <laughs> it's early. That's the only one I'm doing. I'm not going crazy. You, you didn't feel that one. Well. You, you, you didn't like that one. You didn't like the feeling of that one. I mean, Jack is dog shit. Yeah, it, it's a little But rough. it's amazing. I love it. But it What's, tastes like dog shit. It's whiskey, right? Yeah, it's uh. Well, I'm very Irish, so I'd be going Jameson. Jamo, was, yeah, Jameson is. We were talking about this. I feel like yeah. When well. I worked at Laugh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the shots at the end of the sh- at the end of the shift. How was it working at Laugh? I, it's it was fun. It's first. out there, man. I didn't know it was that far out there. It is. Me and my buddy were we, we were kind of running late for the show. We didn't even get to the eight o'clock show because we we got there too late. But we, we were walking from South Station to. <laughs> the venue we're like oh wow it's was really... it really a deep walk it, it's not too far but you're like oh it's really not in boston at all mm-hmm. it's kind of out on the outskirts yeah it's like uh by the seaport right? yeah by the seaport district and, and it's like tucked in there a little yeah bit, it's right? close to the airport yeah but it, it was a nice venue it, it's such a gorgeous room yeah. like the lighting is nice uh, purple lighting the big stage yeah stage is a little too big but 
you know, for the venue, I guess it's fine. Yeah. But it used to be smaller. When I started there, the whole front part, they like the lockout part. Oh, they expanded? Part, yeah, it was gone. Yeah. But they, they added that, uh, a big heap. Well, I shouldn't talk about their finances. They got a bunch of money, and they put it into, they the, put it into the venue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, good. that's good. It was fun. You know, for you know, when I first started working there, it was like, I'm supposed to be interviewing you. When I first started... <laughs> yeah, that's true. Whatever, we're just shooting the shit. Um, when I first started working there... It was like uh, I just started comedy, probably like two weeks before. Okay. Yeah. And I started... So it's been pretty like inspiring yeah. to like see the comics, and see people do it at like a high level. I'm such a different person, dude. Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> a year ago, how yeah. different? Yeah. Like, things changed. Like you were different a few months ago. Like comedy changes you. Yeah, I just I feel like I've oh, I've gotten more comfortable with some people. Uh, not with some people. I've gotten. I'm feeling like I'm starting to get to know pretty much everybody. Not friends but like at least i know people and mm-hmm. i can like say hi and, and that makes me feel more comfortable in any situation just feeling like it's kind of like an after school club right yeah yeah definitely it was definitely at first it was like i didn't know pretty much anybody so i'd go up and like whether my set was good or bad it's like why did i do that like you, you just go up there you don't talk to anybody and then you go home and you're like what was the point of that yeah, yeah i'll talk to someone next yeah it's just like uh that's why I, I like movies i definitely feel like uh there was a group of people, like including you, that really welcomed me in at movies. And oh, yeah. That's when I first like started to feel like, oh, okay, this is a community. So that shout was... out to Mike. He's a very welcoming guy. He's fucking great. Yeah. I, if it, Mike, when I first met him, told me, uh, he gave me the best advice. He said, uh, fuck these people. <laughs> he goes, fuck these people. And uh, I go, dude, you're right. Holy shit. And I've been saying fuck it more often. Yeah. And once you just learn to fuck it. You learn to, like, I feel like uh, it's only been a couple of months for me, but you learn to let go. Like You're improving rapidly, though. I, I appreciate that. I've definitely really try to take any advice that people give me. And, like, I really take it to heart because, like, I want to be good so desperately. That's good no matter what level you're at. <laughs> yeah. Though. Like, if, if someone's giving you advice, you know, there's, there yeah. might be a reason. Yes. I mean? No. I, someone if, who doesn't give a fuck isn't going to be like, yeah, you should. Well, that, that's exactly it. Whenever someone gives me advice, I, like, I'm, you could, if you could be the person that's like, oh, you could get your feelings hurt or whatever, but it's like, if that person's giving me advice, they think that there's value in telling me to try to get better. Like, exactly. that's, so I appreciate that every time. Dude, I got, like, <laughs> that's exactly what I think. I got uh, my first note. Yeah. Like, two months ago so I assume that's when I started telling good jokes (laughs) (laughs) it was like um, I finally uh, did well at Sally's I think for the first time three months ago maybe and I've been doing comedy for a year last month Yeah, and um, I got my first ever note not my first ever but like first like useful useful yeah yeah or something like not just like write more or whatever yeah was it like on a specific joke or was yeah, it that's yeah that's the best part isn't that the best when some, yes but sometimes you can't get out of your own way yeah. or sometimes you have a joke that's good and it's working and someone tells you a way to tell it better you're yeah. like oh that that is way better i've had half my sets been punched up by other people there yeah there are a couple of my jokes that are way better because someone was like hey you should tell it this way and it's just your own stupid brain like you can't Sometimes you literally cannot write it the way that they told you to just because of how your brain is wired. And you just hear someone else say it, and they're like, oh, that's really good. Like an outside perspective. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, back what you were saying about movies. Yeah. It was like, it really was, like, the community-driven. Yes. I feel like, very fortunate that that was the first mic I went to in Boston. Yeah. And who knows what would have happened if I went to Mideast first. Right. Um, I mean, I would have been fine. I 
you read enough where you're like you're gonna bomb thousands of times so I'd, everyone says it too it would have like hurt a lot i mean it still hurts a lot but i, I it was good to go to movies and just feel have like mike oh say hey you know like very welcoming tell me to come back every week tell me i did a good job whether or not i did like telling you know so that, that was really nice yeah and that was the first place I started talking to people, too. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, it's kind of very small. You kind of have to. You have to, or else out. you're a weirdo. Right? Yes. You're just sitting there. Yeah, I like that. You know, it gets you out of your own head a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, that was the first time. That I have so many, like, throwback pictures from movies yeah. that I'm going to post one day. Yeah. All of us. Like, in, in like, ten five ten years i'm gonna post the picture of all of us sitting at the table yep with the fucking yeah. notebooks and shit looking all young yeah <laughs> dude even like even then i like this is what i was saying earlier was like um the change that comedy puts in you i still got a little bit of the old youthful optimism in me <laughs> i still got i feel like i still got the spark in my eyes a little bit but you look at old pictures yeah. When you first started yeah. comedy, and how like bright-eyed, <laughs> how and green you excited are, yeah. you were. I've I've been trying to get back to that. I feel like in the last month, um, JP who else Mideast, he said something at PAs. He was like, uh, a lot of people, because a lot of people were shitting on it or whatever. He was like, you should every open mic is what you make out of it. He's like, you take this time to make yourself better and, and to just be happy to be here doing comedy. And that, like, I was like, oh, yeah, that's how I was when I first started. Like, I should be less shitty and get back to that attitude about every mic. And I've been trying to remember that, you know, because mm. it, it can be a grind at times. It can wear you down a little bit. But I've just been trying to have fun yeah. at the mics because that's what it is. It's, it's mostly fun. It's supposed to be. And it's yeah. better that everyone says this, too. Like, the, the biggest bomb of your life is Oh, you, way better yeah, than the best day yeah. of work, right? Yeah, well, everybody says, too, that you learn... You can learn things from doing well, but you learn a lot more from bombing. And For sure. Like you, so, you need to bomb. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you, you need to bomb and realize that you come out on the other side okay. Mm-hmm. The bombing will... The, the most... I think the, the thing you need the most in comedy is the thick skin. Yeah. And well, that's how you develop it. That's that. how you get... <laughs> That's how you get good and comfortable and confident, and it's how you you learn to kind of work the crowd a little yeah. bit. I feel like it's just it's like getting um, like when you're at the gym, right? And you get these calluses on your fingers, yeah. right? Yeah, and that's what it, you're just building this, but all around your fucking body. Yeah, you know, with with bombing and shit, just you get those calluses, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you fucking you hate your life and everything sucks yeah, how's you, everything gone man your life suck yet or no everything's been a, a lot better <laughs> <laughs> there was there was a time where i was definitely very like grumpy <laughs> um i was working third shift when i first moved out to boston so i would like do mics and then go to work <laughs> and work like midnight to nine. Oh, you then, were doing the mics and then immediately going to work yeah after. yeah i would like leave middies put my uniform on like walk <laughs> to the D station, go to work. When the shift go? Like two AM to So at twelve to nine in the morning. Did so you then sleep I, all day? I'd come home and sleep till like four and then get up. It's time to go. Time to get eat some food and go get some jokes. That's the grind, man. Yeah. Like, and yeah, it's And I still that was at the beginning too, so like I wasn't didn't know a lot of people, so it was kinda of like it sucked. You're in your head and yeah, it mean, fucking sucks, but I need to do it. No, yeah, I wasn't I liked I've always enjoyed the comedy for the most part, but the job was like really stressful, mm. and I was just. But I'm a lot better now. It's been it's been good. You still hate your job? You should. 
Um, it's normal. It's uh, I got on a new site where it's really easy, so yeah. I can't hate it too much because I'm go. not doing much. But um, it's perfect. You know, and the, the less they call me, the better. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's true. And, yeah. And uh, the security man. That yeah. I, I know that can be tough. Yeah. I got <laughs> shout out Pat Duffy. He does the theme. Oh, for, does he really? Yeah. For he the, has security. He does hardcore security. He does like the real all stuff all day long. Yeah. No, like the secure toss and stuff. Well, I mean, I, I didn't mean to say no. He doesn't do real. Oh stuff. no. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he like uh uh uh, uh secure tosses a, a nursing home. Uh, or not a nursing home, it's a mental hospital. Oh, Completely okay. different. Yeah. <laughs> He's um, got to deal with real issues. Yeah. And uh, he is working like seven days a week mm. from, or like six days a week from like 6.30 in the morning to like 10. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's rough. Yeah. That's why I can't be too mad at my job because I'm just like seven to three, eight to four mm. right now. Like it doesn't. Doesn't get in the way of what I'm in. You're not Boston doing the do. overtime. Yeah, right? I, they do, love it. They love giving out the overtime. Yeah, I mean, I, on the weekends if it's like a Saturday morning, they want me to work. Like, I'll pick up some overtime. Yeah, yeah. Why not have some extra money? But other than that, I don't really need it at this point. Yeah. So, uh, you, you're finding that like the job isn't distracting too much no it definitely was at the beginning it was like very stressful and i wasn't getting out to mics as much as i wanted to but yeah. now like I, I feel like i'm doing pretty good nice. so. and you're hitting it every fucking night too i'm trying to i, I was last week i did really good with the, with the numbers um but the couple weeks before because i was on vacation and stuff i didn't get out to as much as i wanted to so the winter is harder it is i feel like it definitely is harder in the winter yeah. now that it's gotten cold but you know, there's plenty of opportunities on a weekly basis. I just have to be diligent. You know, what I mean? have you have you done any sets outside of Boston yet, or is it just? Uh, uh, just been. Bo- I mean, I started in Western Mass back home. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't say, know there was a scene there. There really isn't. That's why I had to move out here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but I was. It was just like two nights a week, and then I I went to Connecticut a couple of times because after a couple after like a month of doing just two nights a week, I was like, this is not enough. I need to go more. Like I really wanted to, and then. So I went to a couple spots in Connecticut, but other than that, it's just been Boston. Nice. Where'd you go in Connecticut? Um, there's this place called, it was like something on Vine. Yeah, I think Brian Bargainer hosted it. It's like Grape on the Vine Yeah, yeah. It was it was interesting. It was like outside on a porch, and it, it was like just 15 dudes. Brian Bargainer is an interesting guy. He's he's really funny. He's, he, he's fucking hilarious. Yeah, he's really funny. I've seen him at the, the other place I used to go to a couple of times, so he always kills. Um, he was at Cityside? Is that where you saw him? Because I saw him there. No, uh, I started this place called Bishop's Lounge in Northampton. Yeah, I know. I, North, I know Bishop's Lounge. I haven't yeah. been there, but I've it's seen very it. interesting. It's on the third floor. It's a bar on the third floor, which uh, you would think gravity is a pretty big like enemy of drunk people. So you think they wouldn't put the bar up two flights of stairs? You just hear all my yeah, <laughs> just people falling down the stairs. But <laughs> and then like they had a balcony. People were just smoking weed off the balcony. Like before it was legal. So I was like, oh, this is a. It was a very uh, very warm room, very supportive people. Um, I feel like it was kind of like comedy training wheels it was a good place to start because i was like i can't do too bad here is that mondays it was wednesdays and sundays we should uh we should all hit that one i haven't been to that one i want to like spread out a little yeah yeah i went back there for thanksgiving because i went home for thanksgiving and then uh 
so I couldn't go to Thunderbar or no, it was Wednesday. So I didn't. So I went to Bishops. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, and it was it was good. I mean, I didn't. It seemed like a, a lot of people from the summer were gone. Yeah. So, so I didn't really know. Yeah, up, yeah, yeah. It seemed to thin up, but I, you know. Back to Brian Bargainer though. Yeah. He was uh, on the podcast. Oh, was with, he? Uh, Kyle Roos. Yeah. Shout out Kyle Roos giving us this piece of art right oh, up here. Oh, that's nice. I like that. Yeah, he's a tattoo artist and shit. Nice. Cool dude, but um, they were in here talking about just hell gigs and fucking. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's he's been on the road a lot, right? Dude, he inspired me. Like even though, all of his stories were terrifying and yeah. horrible, they were like, yeah, I want to do it. <laughs> That's what it's for. So, um, I had an actual. Yeah, he's an interesting dude. He had a fucking uh, rock paper scissors tournament. Really? Yeah, that he's putting on. Uh, <laughs> I think he put it on like a few, like a month or two ago, and he's doing another one. Is it for charity or anything, or is it just for fun? I have no clue. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. That's funny. I've never heard of a rock, paper, scissors yeah. tournament. That, like, beats out Pokemon card tournament for me in hilarity. Oh. That's really people, cool. it's crazy that people still play Pokemon cards. Dude, but all of them. They're still all around. Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic. Like, when I was a... I haven't touched those since I was a kid. Oh, neither have I. Not to disparage anybody who's into that. Teach their own. Nerds, <laughs> freaks. And they should all. I don't, I don't know. Like I don't begrudge whatever. Burn them all at the makes stake. Makes people happy. You know what I mean? Shove a stake up their bum. I'm sure people think it's weird to be at Mike's like. <laughs> no, yeah, everyone's got six their thing. nights a week. Everyone's got their thing. Um, there's like, I think one of them. I I have a friend who's super huge fucking geek. Even yeah. more than me. And by the way, people listening, I'm a huge fucking nerd. Yeah. Disgusting. Anime. Anime. I never really got into the anime. Manga. It's pronounced manga, not manga. Never got, into, never got into the... Love it. The... Dude, check this shit out. I got this shit right here. I post pictures of this all the time. Uh, Uzumaki by Junji Ito. Open that shit up to any fucking page. Did you see the, uh... See some crazy shit. The Ghost in the Shell trailer? The Super Bowl yesterday? Yeah, yeah. dude. I didn't see, uh, the Super Bowl <laughs> version, but, um... Yeah, it looks, uh, looks very interesting. Dude. This it, book looks messed up, too. This looks like something I'd be into. Do you like H.P. Lovecraft? Uh, yeah, definitely. I, I love horror. Yeah. This is, is the uh, Japanese version of an H.P. Lovecraft story, 100%. Wow. It's about... This looks intense. Dude, it's awesome. I read it in an afternoon. Just high as fuck. The yeah. the illustrations are gorgeous. Yeah, they're real nice. It's all Pencils, about this... A lot of detail. It's about this town um, off the coast of, like, Tokyo, yeah. uh, infected by the curse of the spiral. Oh, okay. So it just gets progressively worse and worse. The spiral appears everywhere. Look at on the first page. You see uh, spirals all oh, over the grass okay. and shit. So it's just kind of... It's just Always there, first. always prevalent. Oh, yeah. Every panel, there's a fucking spiral. Tornadoes and shit. Dude, this dude's staring at a... Snail. Snail. Yeah. Yeah. Staring at it all weird. He's a fucking weirdo. But hold on. Sorry, people listening. This is important. <laughs> I, I I go crazy over this book, dude. It's really fucked up. I don't know if there's any sort of message. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's so. Just I messed think up. It's, it's I mean, all about weird imagery. Um, this guy goes. Uh, <laughs> this is actually kind of gnarly. This is funny as fuck. He goes, "Look what I can do!" And he starts spinning his eyes around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's wild. That's fucking gross. And then uh, uh, she comes by his house a different day. It's like, "Are you? Are you? Have you been feeling better? I brought you this 
this lunch or whatever. She's got a, a lunch for him. And she's like, look what I can do with my fucking tongue. Oh, it's a spiral. Oh, dude, he can turn his tongue. It's like Resident Evil or something. It's disgusting. Yeah. But it's a really good book. Shout out Spiral. Yeah. You can borrow it if you want. Yeah. Um, it's a good fucking book. It's crazy. Looks like... Yeah. It looks like what? what looks it? like something I'd be into. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's a weird stuff. It's, if you can, like... It's not disgusting. No, I... But there's a lot of, like, panels like that where you go, whoa! Yeah. There's a chapter, spoiler alert, people, and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Fetuses. Okay. Uh, what about them? They're not born, but they look like mushrooms, and they're growing out of the ground, and... Zombie moms eating them and fucking boom. I don't know if I can handle all that. You're going to love it. I'm not going to love it. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> Take a look. No, no, borrow it. Get into it. Keep it uh, till Thursday. All right. I'll see you at the yeah, bar. I'll, t- I'll take it. I'll bring it to work. Oh, yeah, dude. Get some reading done. You'll get that shit done in like yeah. a day. Once That's I get into it. It's fucking, you get into it. Yeah. Because you're like, uh, page two, you're like, holy shit. I love stories like that. Yeah. Like, it's got to hook you in. Immediately. Yeah. Right? That know how, like... When when stories start with too much exposition, yeah, that's when it's just fucking yeah. a, a chore. Well, yeah, it's yes. it's never. I'm not saying it's bad. No, it's, it's definitely a fucking. It's chore. definitely good to have something that like just hits you right away, mm-hmm. gets you into it, makes you want to like watch every episode. Especially like a a visual media like yeah. uh, comics or TV. You can't oh. have all that fucking exposition. Yeah, it's, yeah, I feel like it's hard to make a sitcom because. The first episode, you always have to set up the story, but also be funny. Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of sitcoms. The first episode just isn't that funny. Yeah, because and all the sitcom tropes have been done. Yeah, that, that too. That's why like Sunny is so great because yeah. it's like it doesn't follow any convention. Like yeah. I don't even know if you could call that a sitcom. Like it's not like Seinfeld. It's not like The Office. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, a situational comedy. It, it definitely is by definition, but yeah. it's not the same thing yeah. as one of those things. I don't and know. I was talking about this to somebody earlier this week and I was drunk and I couldn't get my point across. <laughs> I hate that. It's always sunny. It's just like, in a way, the Looney Tunes. Because you could take those characters oh, and yeah. put them into any situation. Any situation, yeah. And it just works. Like, you ever see Duck and Muck? Yeah, the, the, I think we were talking about this. Oh, yeah, I was Rich. talking yeah, to you yeah. about this. And Rich. Um, the pencil fucking with them. Yeah. But, like, the point of that cartoon was... To show that Daffy's personality was so strong. Right. It didn't matter what the story was. Exactly. He's funny on his You own. could change him into a fucking flower yeah. creature <laughs> that has a flag on its ass that says screwball on it. And yeah. still yeah. know it's Daffy. Yes. It no, I, I love that cartoon. Same, Looney Tunes is the best. Same with, like, uh, It's Always Sunny. Yeah. You see the new season they just did? The season 12, first couple episodes? I haven't seen it yet. I, I usually like forget about shows and then I remember that they exist and yeah. binge watch it. Once it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's usually better to just wait till yeah. the end of the season because you don't want to watch one episode and be like, ugh, I need the next one. Like, <laughs> yeah. Now it's becoming a thing to like, you gotta wait. Yeah, who do, who watches one episode at a time anymore? Yeah, otherwise you're just like, fuck, yeah. I'm back at that waiting every week shit. Yeah. That garbage. <laughs> what is this, 2006? <laughs> <you know what laughs> I mean? Dude, I gotta... I got a roach broken up into this thing, so feel free to partake. Oh no, I'm, I'm good. Good for right now. Don't, don't want to get too fucked up. Right? <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Um, I don't know, man. You want to talk about the news? Oh, not not really. <laughs> I'm worried, man. I when uh when you first got elected, I was like everybody. It's funny. It's a good joke to be like the world's ending. It's a good. It's a, it's a good. Oh, you Trump. oh you weren't. That's so funny, dude. Cause what else is there, right? Uh, there Hold is on. no other news. Hold on. episode of it's always sunny yeah when they're putting on a podcast and they're like oh yeah, yeah. and what they're like oh you so, need the virus video yeah yeah and it's like so like when they're in the room yeah the podcast, like so ben it's my understanding that there's a war going yeah. on right now <laughs> can you tell me about the war <laughs> and i've heard like i've actually heard like like two local podcasts that are just like oh that. yeah that's real shit well, that's the best one parody is spot on you're like oh i know someone just like that <laughs> i go they're doing a podcast because they don't, they don't even give a fuck yeah they just want to hear themselves i talk. didn't mean to launch into the trump stuff i'm sorry no, <laughs> no let's talk about trump I just, when when he hashtags, let's yeah. talk about Trump's hashtags. No, I just when he first got elected, I was like, all right, everybody get your jokes off. The world's ending. It's a good joke. But then then you realize you got four years of Trump jokes. Well, so get your fucking. No, <laughs> that, then like ten days went by, and like every day he did something insane, and I was like, oh, this is actually gonna be really bad. <laughs> At first, like, did you have this thought cross your mind? Because I did. Because I'm fucking nihilist. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm an idiot. I'm dumb. Did you have this thought cross your mind, where you go like? Maybe as a comedian, it'll be good for Trump to be in office. No, 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 you, didn't no. Even, you didn't even be people keep like saying that, that and, and it's like I don't want to make jokes about Trump because we've been here for months now. Like, how many people have a Trump joke that works? Maybe three people because whenever you say the name, the air just gets sucked out of it. Like nobody wants to hear it. We've been doing Trump jokes for like fifteen months now. But that it forces you to get creative with it if you do want. Yeah, if you do want, it better be good. You can't just tell like yeah, you what were the ones like orange hair little hands yeah i mean like i don't begrudge it you can joke about whatever you want you know like louis said nothing is hack it's how you write it as hack but don't start your trump joke with i know everyone's sick of hearing about trump oh yeah yeah that's the fucking worst isn't that what uh rich says he says uh, everyone does it he goes i know everyone's sick is how everybody's gonna start their trump material yeah he did did say (laughs) that yeah he does say that that's that's funny yeah that's a funny joke I'm not going to rewrite his jokes. Let's just do other people's jokes for the rest of the podcast. I was literally just going to say, Rich, this is how you should tell that joke. But I'll wait until I see you and give you your note. Um, Because I just thought of a funny way that that joke could be told. But, um, no, dude, it's just like, uh, there's so many premises like that. Like, it's it's hard to tell a joke about the gym without talking about naked dudes in the locker room, right? It's hard to tell a joke about fucking... I mean, if you're a girl, it's hard to tell jokes about vaginas. It's, yeah. It's, it's the hardest fucking thing, because oh, I thought have of you, this. Have you ever seen the YouTube comments are terrible in general, but have you ever seen, like, a female stand-up and then yes. looked at the YouTube comments? Oh, my. <laughs> horrible. It's, it's horrible. So Every comment is just, like, women aren't funny, and this is the reason why. And it's like, are you? <laughs> I, I, what I, I laughed my dick off at a Sarah Silverman clip from, like, the early yeah. 2000s. Yeah, and then you go down, and it's either about how hot she is. Yeah, it's like she's not funny, but yeah. I would, I would hit it. It's yeah. like, dude, nobody cares. Yeah. This is the internet. Like, yeah. Imagine though, if like one day, they got the hookup, 
Oh, if they said something nice yeah, like that. That's that's why I leave comments on all the Instagram model. <laughs> just in case. Cover all your bases. But um what was I just saying about that? I'm just holding an open bottle of Jack Daniels like I'm fucking I like it. I'm this is uh, about 15 minutes before you spiral in the movie. You have the montage where you're just taking this out of the bottle. <laughs> yeah. So tell me, <laughs> tell me about why you're so <laughs> handsome and I look like shit. <laughs> what um, am I going to make it? <laughs> but uh, no, I was, I, I was about to say, uh, make a point about something. It was about the woman comic thing. It was about vaginas. It's so, I was thinking about this. Yeah. It, it's so hard, I'm sure, to tell a good joke about a vagina if you're a woman or about a period or about anything like that that's intrinsically about yes that only a woman could tell because they say tell joke about what you know be yourself mm. if you're a fucking woman you have a fucking vagina <laughs> yes. and you have a period so you want to talk about that because like yeah. it's you but every woman talks about it so it's hard to make that Funny, yeah. Yeah, and it's then, and then you got angle. all the guys talking, they're going like, uh, like Cartman going like, hey, talk about yeah, your vagina. Every <laughs> time Amy Schumer. <laughs> so, so, yeah, every time Amy Schumer talks about her vagina. Yeah, I like Amy Schumer's first album. Apparently she steals jokes, so I don't know if I can like it. Did you see the compilation on YouTube? It was bad. It was yeah. a bad look. There's a difference between parallel thought and like, oh, it's not a good look. Yeah, like, um, I could see who did it first. Before... I heard someone, somebody did the bit about slapping food out of your mouth before you eat it first. Yeah, but that, that's... But Flintstones did that, too. That's a very, I feel like... A, that's that's a very, like, just anyone could think of that. Just like the locker room thing. It's just like that. Yeah, I remember the Trump the locker room talk. I was, like, going to do a joke about it. And then it was about, like, just old men just like, hanging their junk out and just, like, how weird it is. But I was like, oh. I, I forgot who it was, but someone went up, like before me and said like not to do that and how horrible it was so I like completely rewrote the joke before I went up and it was way better that's good Some, see sometimes that sucks like when someone tells you your joke's horrible before you even tell it because they haven't seen the uh, the result yet oh yeah but well, they, they were just like, like that yeah. and sometimes you get yeah. a fucking good zinger out of it and yeah. you're like wait a minute maybe my first fucking draft of this Trump joke yeah maybe maybe don't go with your first draft of every <laughs> joke yeah. but um I don't know, man. There's all those premises. This is supposed to be the news, so hold on. <laughs> What's going on in the news? Let's see. Oh, my God, I got this message. From the, I'm sorry, I shouldn't be talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> it's classified information. Yeah, dude, I'm fucking trying really hard right now, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I got the... I, <laughs> I don't know what you mean. All right, so I got those tickets. Uh, oh. And for a while... All right, cool. She'll marry me. All right, good. Um, no, what's going on in the news? Not what's going on in my fucking tepid sex life. Uh, Patriots won the Super Bowl. Yes, we, yes. We were talking about it. Everyone. Do people like sports? I don't want to go too deep on sports. Some people. I your, mean, this is a Boston your... podcast. Yeah. I'm sure people. I have from a the sport area. management degree. I, I don't tell people that. Yeah, you told me. Oh yeah, you did tell me that once. Yeah, keep it on the down low. You know, people in comedy don't care. Yeah, because I'm just whatever. See, so, yeah. 
I didn't watch the fucking game. I watched a little bit of it, like towards the end. I watched all, every minute. I watched, I know you did. It was nice of Fox to put out Lady Gaga concert in the middle of my 60 minute panic attack. <laughs> it was really nice of them just a little, to a break break. it up. I just got to hear telephone. I was like, everything's going to be okay. I love the girls that uh, put up the pictures. They're like, there's a football game during the Lady Gaga oh, concert. Yeah. Oh, great joke. The 900th time I've heard it. Uh, I thought it was funny, though. It's because I, I like stupid shit. Oh, yeah. Because that's fucking dumb. But um, you hear enough on Facebook that, like, I know all the key points of the game. I can uh, fake. Uh, like, I watched this whole All you have to know game. is who won. Yeah. That's all you have to know. All you have to know is, uh, like, I saw the end. Like, yeah. that's what I mean. But, the end was... But you have to know... Jesus fucking Christ. Here's alarm. You know what sucks? I set alarms for 5 a.m., 4.30 a.m. Yeah. It's coming off now. I get it. Yes. I get it. <laughs> I was like, why is this happening? Um, sports. Yeah. Go. No, it's, <laughs> it was great. It, I mean, it was horrible for most of the game. Um, what were we saying earlier? Like, Tom Brady was basically fucking loving it. When oh, yeah. When Goodell Goodell was Goodell the he deserves it. Goodell was... I can't even be mad at Goodell anymore because he's such, like, a figurehead. It's not even – it's just the league hates Tom Brady and they, they wanted to come up with some B- – I don't want to sound like – like the DNC. Yeah, I don't want to get too much into it because I'll sound no, like a crazy it, person. It's cool, dude. If you haven't well, followed – Well, come on, have you heard me speak? Yeah, sound no. Sound like a crazy person. Go. I just mean if you haven't followed, like, Deflategate like I did. It sounds like I'm a crazy conspiracy theorist. It would just. I want to hear some conspiracies. No, it, it wasn't a conspiracy theory. It was just um, he took him to court over over. The issue wasn't whether or not Tom Brady deflated some footballs. It was whether or not uh, Roger Goodell had the power to do whatever he wants all the time, and he does because of the CBA. Like they didn't find Brady guilty of anything. They just found that Goodell had the power to suspend him. So, so what was Goodell's deal? Does he because I don't know shit about their history. Do they have uh, like a weird back and forth type deal? No. Uh, they had Spygate a while back, and a lot. Spygate. Of, so, in they were filming hand signals from the other team on the sideline, which is it's illegal. It's against the rules. Um, you're allowed to film hand signals from a specific spot, but not from the sideline. And Belichick was told to stop doing it, and he didn't. What's the difference between doing it from a? It's just a better vantage point from the sideline. It was really stupid. They asked Belichick after like how much advantage he thought it gave them, and he's like one percent maybe. Like so, it was really stupid. But he's just being arrogant because he's so good. And but by definition, they cheated. They got punished for it. Was that like a new rule? No, that was like in two thousand seven. So. So was that something that was like an it, old school thing he did, or was that like something? I mean, that he just everybody he in the league were do- was doing it, but oh, okay. he was told specifically to stop, and he didn't. It was just like I'm Bill Belichick. Which do you think it's like a, a rank thing? Like it's his name? Like, I, f- I feel like well, the guy who ratted him out, Mangini, used to coach for the Patriots, and then he coached for the Jets, and he ratted him out, and he's like, I completely regret it because it was really not a big deal, and it tarnished the legacy that I helped build when I was a, a coach on the team. So that's is that when the whole Patriot cheating thing kind of started? Yeah, that's when everybody because there were a lot of false reports around it too of Patriots doing more than they actually did that people still believe today because that's how the media is like people read what they want to read and then they don't you don't they realize don't, yeah. everyone fucking hates the Patriots well yeah you leave the city no I do realize that I didn't <laughs> like, I didn't know it was that crazy it's, I didn't know the whole bad. fucking yeah. country hated us well yeah I mean if I wasn't a Patriots fan, I'd hate them too. They win all of the time. They're always good. Yeah, I guess that. It, 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 but they can't just. Well, 
they shouldn't always be good, but they are always good. They always are consistently one of the best four teams in the league. And then, and then you get into the the weird discussion of like, like they shouldn't have to lose. Right. No, they shouldn't have to lose, but people don't want to see anybody win too much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's just the way. That's how we are as a country. Like we don't want anyone to be too successful, or we're gonna we're gonna tear them down. And you know the worst part about it? What? When that team comes, when they finally get the match. That fucking demolishes us. Yeah, everybody's gonna They're love it. Not em. gonna take it well. Oh, I. It almost happened last night. We were down twenty-eight to three. We were gonna kill him. Do, th- do you think it would have been taken with grace, or do you think uh, there would have no. been some anger? It, it, I personally, I was like, all right, it's just football. You have to go back to that place and like take a deep breath, like realize it's just sports and you have no effect of the game. But it would not have been handled well. It would have been a lot of people. Today would have been different. It would have been a very difficult day to be a Pats fan. And a lot of people, the memes were coming already at halftime, just trolling, but they pulled it off. I'm glad they came through. Yeah, dude. I have no idea how, but they did. It's especially, do you ever get that, like, not like, fuck you, Yeah. saying all that shit? Yeah, well, there is a certain level of vindication. Yeah. It's just, but, you know. What, what was the... Didn't, like, coach the other team, like, call us assholes or something? Like, yeah, my, my Tomlin. That wasn't We are fucking assholes. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to be like, hey, the other team's great guys, but we want to beat them. No, like, of course you're going to call the other team assholes. Like, yeah. you want to beat them, but then the Steelers played zone defense the entire game. Like, that's not how you're going to win against Tom Brady. You just... Zone defense, explain it. I don't know shit. Oh, I see <laughs> like, this. I I'm already getting no, to that's it. That's why I'm asking. Okay. It's like I'm learning, though. So when you play man in football, it's when everybody, all the defensive backs, they pick a wide receiver and cover them specifically and stay with them. When you play a zone, you have specific areas of the field that you cover. Mm. So it, it's softer. It's, it's like meant quadrants. So, yeah, you break it up into, like, areas. that the So you're not covering a specific person. You're just in a zone waiting for people to come into your zone. Like, you, you cover zone one, you yeah. cover zone Yeah, so, like, you cover your side of the field, your quarter, like you said, low. And then, but if you have a veteran quarterback like Tom Brady and he knows that you're in zone, he's going to find the soft spot of the zone and throw it there to the open guy. Like, he knows the play that he's running. He knows where the guy's going to be open in the zone because he knows you're running a zone. He's going to beat you every time. And they, they were in the zone the entire game. Like, they didn't shift out of it. They were getting killed in the first half. They didn't shift out of a zone. And they like, just stuck with what they knew yeah. instead of swift, yeah. adapting. And Atlanta played a bunch of man yesterday, and they were they were doing well in the first half. Does each... This kind of sounds so stupid to fucking sports fans. <laughs> like, I'm just... I kind of had an epiphany just now. Right. Is are, So each player... Yeah. Obviously, has a certain job. Right. Like a certain like you go in this formation, you go in that formation. Right. Is is football chess? It, it is. Uh, With real people in it. It's very strategic. Um, it can be. I mean, it's like you got your pawns. Well, because you have the offense, and they wanna they wanna run a play, so they're gonna call a play. But when they get up to the line, if you're a veteran quarterback like Tom Brady, you're gonna sit stand up in the pocket, and you're gonna look at the defense, and you're gonna say, "Oh, that guy's blitzing." This guy's high. They're running this defense. It's he, up to him to find he's out gonna, what they're doing. He's going to try to figure out what they're doing and change the play to exploit their weakness. Or he's going to say, like, oh, this there's a linebacker covering this guy. That's a mismatch. This guy's better than that linebacker. He's going to try to throw it to him. So when you have the veteran, it, it definitely becomes chess, and they're trying to exploit the weaknesses of the other team. Mm. So, yeah. so Tom Brady's probably, like, yeah. Gone over so many fucking yes. plays. All these fucking hundreds of thousands of plays. Watch the tapes, all yeah. that shit, and he just like 
He watches like yeah. Sherlock from the fucking TV yeah. show. You yeah, know? Like he's, he's just looking at shit and he sees all the numbers. That's all he does is he watches tape and then he practices. He just tapped into it. Stand up. That's how you become a good musician. That's how yeah, you a goat. Hey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's weird with stand up because uh, I've been trying to work on uh, like stage presence. So I've been watching people do stand up, but like instead of looking at their jokes, I'm like, what are they doing with their hands during this show? <laughs> I was thinking like technical shit. Yeah, like, I was what like, what do I do with my feet? Yeah. yeah, I was like, how are they standing? Like, how are what is their facial change when they deliver the punchline? <laughs> yeah, that's I feel like that's where the tapes come in. Where you yeah, because like I feel like. When you're thinking of that on stage, it kind of takes you out of the moment right. a little bit. So right. if you save it for review, right, then you're like, well, then you could think about you it. You could think about yeah. it. But I was thinking of this too. Like, what do you think stage presence is? I think like when someone says work on your stage presence. Well, I think there's there's different things. I think one thing that I've had to work on personally is I had like a lot of nervous habits that I had to like stop doing because like they're very dis- shifting back sh- yes forth. they're very distracting that's a common one that but that's like that is a physical thing I think stage presence overall um is just how you present yourself on stage like your energy like feet on the ground right there which is not a very tangible thing but like you you know the difference between like Chris Rock and Louis like they have two different energies mm-hmm. and you just but I think a lot of stage presence comes with just being comfortable on stage, like just getting to the point where you can be your, yourself. So like how you present. How you yourself. present yourself and how, and it's important because like a lot of your jokes are only going to work if you present yourself in a way that is conducive to that joke. Yeah. I, I can tell you you're kind of a quiet guy, right? Well, yeah, absolutely. Well, in school, you're kind of a quiet guy. Yeah, yeah. So did you ever like say something to a group that you thought, because I did this too, you ever, and everyone does this say something that you think is funny to a group but like you got this like i got this monotone fucking voice oh yeah and then it comes off like not really maybe even kind of creepy yeah nobody laughs well i was i was kind (laughs) of when you're younger you know as mature so a lot of times i would say stuff that i thought was funny i would just be like mean yeah and stop doing yeah it it was like oh no that was a joke guys (laughs) that was supposed to be funny and then you get hurt when they don't realize it's a joke yeah and you're like why didn't you understand me you you don't get nobody Nobody gets me. And you just got to listen to My Chemical Romance. You read fucking Catcher in the yeah. Rye and shit. Your dad's knocking on the door. He's like, dinner's ready. You're like, you don't understand me, Dad. <laughs> You're locked in the room and yeah. shit. Oh, man. Uh, were you a class clown? No, I, I was feel like I very, very quiet. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> just like hiding. Did you, you know? ever, did you ever have that moment where you like said something really fucking funny in class and the whole class erupted? Um... I don't, I don't think I'm... Definitely not in high school, yeah. I think. Um, what made you want to be a stand-up? Uh, when I, I just... I started listening to, like... I just became, like, a giant comedy nerd when I was in college, like, freshman, sophomore year. Just started, like, what got you... Like, I started that? listening to podcasts a lot, because I was, like, I couldn't just listen to music. So I would... And the podcasts I gravitated to were, like, stand-up, so... But what... But what okay, what got you into the... Like, I'm sorry, I keep going back. What got you into the podcast? Like, what, so what I was always, the catalyst? Oh, I, I always liked comedy. I was... Like, it was something I enjoyed. I've always, like... like in terms of Yeah, in terms of the entertainment that I watch, I've always veered towards comedy. Like, everything that I like... Other than horror movies, like, I mostly watch either comedy movies or comedy TV shows. Like, I don't like anything that's too serious for the most part. Um, so I just always like comedy, and I wanted to get into podcasts because I was like, I need 
I was at work and I had eight hour days, but I could wear my headphones all day. So I was like, I'm not going to listen to music for eight hours. I need yeah. something else. And the first podcast I started listening to, I was like, oh, this guy's a comic that I know. He's funny. I'll listen to his podcast. And then just after a couple, a couple months of listening to podcasts, I was like, oh, comedy is something that like, I never understood how someone would go up for their hour at Comedy Central and just be funny for an hour. I was yeah. like, how, how do you do that? Like, I had no... I just thought that they pulled that all out of thin air. Because you time. got a new session. Yeah. You got, like, oh, he played guitar. Yeah, right. He wrote that song. Like, you yeah. understand how music works. I didn't understand how comedy worked. Yeah. But then I would hear, like, people talking about how they came up in comedy, and I was like, oh, that is something that is maybe... That is somewhat obtainable. Possible. It, it is possible. And then it was like, it's a lot of long nights. It's a lot of... And it, it, none of it sounded, like, too much for me, I guess. None of it sounded like something that would definitely make me want to be out. And I also... I think I gravitated towards it because I've always, like, felt the best when I was trying to be funny. You know what I mean? Like, in terms of, like, around my friends, I always feel like I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> so weird to say. You feel like the best possible version right. of you. Right. I feel like, you. yes, I feel like the most honest and, like, good version of myself when I'm just trying to be funny. And when, when you got that, like, the yeah. positive energy coming in from all your friends laughing. Right. When jokes. you make your friend laugh really hard, like, there's there's something about that. Because, like, your friend knows you and it's like... And then the, you want to keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I, like I, I want to try to do that. And that's how we got here. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, it's so weird. I, I, so I did. It's weird when I go back and think yeah. about like. I thought it, about it a lot. Like I could get away. Like more. you go back and you kind of see like the seeds being planted yeah. slightly. It's very, <laughs> very. It's gradual. almost uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, this fucked me up as a kid. This fucked yeah. me up, but then this, this, this happened. Like, when I was in kindergarten, there were these plays yeah. that they would put on. I forgot all about this. Did you? They had me tell jokes before. Oh, okay. Like before the show. They had me open. They had Isn't you open for the play. They <laughs> yeah. were like, hey, before you watch Shakespeare, let, let's tell have a couple jokes. of bits. Yeah. And I told, like, jokes about, like, remember that one when you were a kid about, like, why did the cookie go to the hospital because he was feeling crummy? Like, that's kind of oh, shit Oh, you just did, like, those type of jokes. Yeah. And everybody was like, hey, yeah, let's like, like, for this you. fucking cute kid Yeah. So I did that once. I was like, eh, that's fine. I'm fucking five years old. Like, yeah. Well, I'm going to draw a picture of a fucking Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I'm going to draw SpongeBob, like, yeah. with a flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, all my life, I wanted to be a cartoonist. I wanted to write stories. Yeah. Like, I wanted to want to create a world. You me. had, like, a creative output. Yeah. I've always it's felt always that, too. Like, like just doodling in class or, like, writing. Doodling. English class was always my favorite because I was like, Alright, can we get to creative writing? I just want to write something. But I never like knew how to focus it. Doodling and just writing like yeah. the, just writing what's in your head. Doodling though, I like, I thought a little about this. Like doodling the act of just like you're in class and you're just yeah. you're drawing and you get into it. Yeah, you right? get into it, yeah. Doodling I feel like is the ultimate like you've got pent up creativity. And when You just have to get it out. You have to get it out somewhere, whether it be in the margins of your yeah. fucking book. Well, I was just like so bored in class. I was like, I can't. I, I don't. It feels like boredom. Yeah, it feels like boredom. But that's creativity dying to get out while you're doing the you stupid so? shit you don't give a fuck about. Well, yeah, just you know when, when, when it wasn't even that it, like because my parents were like, you need to be good at school. It wasn't that I didn't care. It was like I don't need to go over this for 15 minutes. I understood yeah. it three minutes ago. How you know? stupid is fucking homework? Yeah, well, you no, do it eight hours a day. Already. Homework is just tedious. It's just busy work. But like. Yeah in class time because they have to go at everybody's pace and it's like if you're a kid that does well in school you don't need to go at everybody's pace yeah you're just, you're just bored yeah. yeah so 
doodling, pent up creativity, creative writing, fuck. <laughs> creative writing is probably the only like math. I was an idiot with math. Like, yeah. Just because I didn't get that it's steps. Yeah. You know, there, there's a, you can't do math badly. You're doing right. it wrong. Yeah. Like, there's, yeah. There's, yes. like, there's, it's not, <laughs> yeah. there's no bad way to do math. You don't suck at math. You're just doing it wrong. Right. So I didn't realize that as a kid. Yeah. But so math, that's important. You need that. Like, Learn your taxes, not quadratic equations. Right, who like, cares? Who the fuck you I don't that? know about triangles, like geometry. Who exactly. cares? <laughs> like, this fucking beer bottle. It's a cylinder, yeah. I guess. But, like, <laughs> creative writing, that's the most important part of the day. Uh, I, I definitely think there's a lot of value to it. Yeah, it's gotta See, be. It's just an outlet. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. It's an outlet. Just like gym class is an outlet. Yeah, I mean, you need gym class to just stay you in shape and just do something. Yeah, I mean, what would they teach you in gym class, though, right? Like, you do your arms like this. Oh, yeah, the stretches and nobody take them seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, little circles and then, whoa. Yeah, oh, you went backwards. Go back around. Do the big circles, though. Dude, now, like, if I, if I... I thought about this a little bit too. We're coming up uh, on an hour or two. We're gonna nice. wrap up in a little bit. All right. But uh, see, it flies by. Yeah, this is good. If I, you ever think about like if you could go back in time with the consciousness you have now into your past body. Yeah. And like from baby, like baby status. You go back that far. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. But like with the con, like four or five. Yeah, I would go because yeah. I gotta smoke. Miserable. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be the five-year-old just chain smoke. <laughs> I was um, writing a story actually about this premise, uh, like a little short story. Um, yeah, turned a little long. I never finished it, but the beginning, it devolved a little bit into like <laughs> I'm a baby, right? And like <laughs> while my mom's out of the room, I'm making a ghetto bong out of oh, a yeah, fucking yeah. bottle. And it's shit. like the it's like the Chappelle's. Uh, that's what. Yeah, yeah, that's when I had to erase it. And yeah. Start over. Oh. But, because, <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? Really? Am I that addicted? But, so, if you could, like, you're fucking 10, right? Yeah. And some kid just made you look like a bitch, right? Some kid pushed you on the ground, yeah. spit in your face, kick sand at you. If, you're, if you go back in time with consciousness you have now, and he's talking shit at you, like, like uh, what are you, gay? Like, being, yeah. like, saying some weird shit. So you're like, uh, dude, really? Do we? Like, yeah, are we really doing this? Yeah, like, who cares? Relax, yeah. bro. We're, we're imagine, ten. Can we imagine? Just, yeah, right. We're just talking about popsicles. Bro. How, <laughs> like, who fucking, cares? How fucking awesome would it be to be self-aware at ten years? Yeah, old? I feel like <laughs> self-awareness <laughs> is a double-edged sword, though. Because like when you start getting self-aware, it's like, oh, not that good of a person. Not, oh, not yeah, as good as I thought. <laughs> yeah, and but then you have to work at it, and you have to get better, but. Yeah, no, I think about that a lot. I always think about, like, just knowing what I know now. Just yeah. going back a couple of years. but I didn't think of the self-awareness being in itself kind of a curse, though. It's, uh, I mean, like, yeah. Imagine, like, you're drawing a, a Crayola. Yeah. Like, you're a kid, and you're like, yeah, dude, I'm drawing a dog and shit. And then, <laughs> and then you look at it, and you're like, this dog looks like shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 you're showing your mom. And she's like, oh my god. And yeah. you, since you're self aware, 
you can tell there's fucking sarcasm. In yeah, you're like, oh this my is, god, it's so this is good. Not good. Yeah. It's like, mom, I counted on you to give me some constructive <laughs> criticism. <laughs> you bitch. Mom, what do you think the legs look like? How about the tail? <laughs> it's weird, dude. My brother's ten years old and he acts like a teenager. Oh really? It's just because of the environment that you know, kids are raised in now. But if we went back in time and we were in our bodies. Yeah. At that age, I feel like there would be a lot of drama at a younger age like yeah. that, right? Like slamming the door. It's like, Mom, I fucking know! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would hope it'd be better. Just be less, like, angry. And would you correct mistakes, or would you just fuck everybody? <sighs> <laughs> I just, sure. I always think about, it, it's just, for one, I definitely don't want to be in high school ever again, but, um... Do I you just, think you could hack it? Like, you know, yeah, like, you know, everyone goes like, if I knew what I knew now, I'd fucking demolish in high school. I don't think you but would, though. Everybody's see, yeah. And you're like, no, you're just You wouldn't, you would do better, probably, but you, I can't think about stuff like that, because it's like, if you change anything, how is that going to impact your life, you know what I mean? Like the, the fly. Butterfly like the effect, fly yeah, like, if you, if you, if you act differently because you have a different level of consciousness, you're going to have a different group of friends. How is that going to affect you? Like, who's to say it's going to be better? Like, maybe you start hanging out with people that suck and they get you into some bad stuff. And yeah. you're like, but you're like, oh, no, this is cool. But you, maybe your life just gets messed up. It's like some Twilight Zone shit. Like, yeah. It's like, I've got the power now. I'm going to fix what went wrong. Yeah. Plus, you have to remember, like, these people that you were friends with and then like you see them and they don't even know you because like you're not you're not friends with them not you. but you remember like being friends with them they have they don't have that experience at all that's gotta be too weird that's so weird I, I wouldn't be able to handle that dude going back like uh you go back in time and you're like oh good there's uh Michaela right I'm yeah I go hang out with her and she's like, like hey, who up, are bro? you yeah but like you're talking yeah as if you've known her for seven Forever, years yeah right as long like as long as you've known them there's a tone. Yeah. There's a tone you talking like I've known you for months now. Yeah. And I'm talking to you like this. But if I if you were just some big shot coming in and I'm like, so Ryan, um, how's everything going? <laughs> yeah. Today? It's a different and conversation. It's a different tone. Yeah. Right. It's, it's a different. It's a different feeling. Yeah. So. You come up to your friend back in time. We're still talking about time travel. I think. Listen, it's important. It's <laughs> yeah. really important. Isn't it. What did uh. uh What's his name? Who's uh, who's the black holes dude? Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. No, 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 the the. Stephen Hawking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, notice how I did, I was subtle with that. Uh, <laughs> um, Trump's America, you can say. <laughs> he's fucking white, dude. It's fine. Uh, yeah. Stephen Hawking is white as shit. He didn't have it that bad. Yeah, I can't believe I said that. White privilege, dude. You know? He's got white privilege. At least he's white. You yeah. know. At least he's white. Must be nice. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Like, all right, I know you're half black. Imagine solid black yeah. dude leaning down to Steve fucking Tyson. <laughs> what, is, what is his name? Stephen Hawking. <laughs> Stephen Tyson. <laughs> leaning down to Stephen Tyson. Like, at least you're fucking white. Yeah, and he walks away. <laughs> Fuck you. That would be great. That'd be really funny in the moment, but it'd be really bad afterwards. <laughs> I feel horrible. I'm going to make a really offensive facial expression it's not visual because this is an audio podcast but so Stephen Hawking sitting there and he's like he's like who is like this? makes a weird fucking face <laughs> <laughs> so, fuck you too yeah it didn't play that bit didn't play that's fine it's okay did you have fun 
Yeah, it was a good time. It was a fun podcast. We yeah. talked through a lot of silliness. We yeah. Got, we didn't get, oh. What do you need? I need to do the musical segment. I keep, right. I keep accidentally putting it last, but hey. This. <laughs> All right, you guys. I got a fucking treat for you on this edition of the music segment. Fan favorite Gianna Botticelli is returning. She's quickly becoming a fan favorite. She's my fucking favorite. Uh, I can't get enough. So uh, this is her NPR Tiny Desk submission, 2017. I guess it was a contest uh, for luxurious singing voices. Um, and this is her song, Holy. You can catch it on her YouTube channel, uh, Gianna B Music. So, um, yeah, enjoy. By the way, uh, internet is being fucky right now, so I have to record this from my speakers. I apologize for the awful sound quality, but uh, I love you. Enjoy.
music by the incredibly talented Gianna Botticelli. You can listen to the rest of her music at giannabmusic.com. That's G-I-A-N-N-A-B-music.com. I'd like to thank Gianna for uh, providing the music for this week's Weekly Love episode number 27. I'd like to thank my guest, Ryan Ellington. I'm recording this in my car the next day from then. So that's why this is different. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. I'd like to thank me. Uh, I, pr- I pretty much did all did all the work. Uh, so, you know, I, uh, I kind of... I kind of did it all myself. So thanks me, and thanks Mike Lascano for your uh, contribution uh, and your sponsorship and your love and your charity. Um, uh, Go to MikeLascano.com for your home needs and business consultation advice. Uh, www.MikeLascano.com. That's M-I-K-E-L-I-S-C-A-N-O dot com. Uh, thank you, uh, me. Yeah, pretty much it. Uh, idiot. So many dicks. Where where did all these dicks come from? Oh, I can't suck them all myself. Oh, man.